Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Let's go. Where are we going? How are we doing? We're back. Where are we going? We're back like Kyler. Uh, Yeah. Cardinals highlights. Took you long enough to get to the Kyler segment of the show. I missed Kyler. I'm so glad he's back. (laughs) Second favorite quarterback. Arizona. (laughs) For those of you that are true listeners, you know what that reference is. Is your actual second favorite quarterback? Um, He really doesn't have. Kirk Cousins is up there for you, too. I. I do like He's Kirk. top 10. I do like Kirk. <laughs> Kyler. All right. Well, okay. Here's what I'll say. Uh, maybe oh, Kyler's Jesus. not. Kyler's probably he's like. No very, warm up. We're going right into the Kyler. He's third favorite. He's very athletic. Very fun to watch. But have you ever watched an interview with a guy? He is a straight up dud. He's a terrible, like, interviewer. Unlike everybody else. That's false. Aaron Rodgers, say what you will. Aaron Rodgers is, like, great to be, like, watching because, man, there's always something you can pull from that. I feel like he's the outlier. I feel like 90% of players getting interviewed are paint-dry. But I've seen, seen, like, players literally just, like, casually talking, and he doesn't know how to have a conversation. (laughs) It's bad. All right, all right. Let's move on to our question of the week. Why, why do you gotta? Do, why is he do? No, I don't. I just don't have anything. I don't have anything to bring to it. What would you like me to say? I agree. I disagree. I don't yes. have anything to bring to it. Yes. Neither. Kyle, hit us with our questions of the day. We have some verses. Verses, uh, not <laughs> rhyming verses. Not oh. this week, at least. Hmm. Next week, are you? You guys, tell me which side you're on. Are you on team cheese or team hummus? Hummus can kiss my ass. Cheese. Hummus for me. Oh, my God. Terrible. It's <laughs> a terrible take by you. Go ahead. Are you into watching reality television or digging post holes? Which is better? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll take the first one. I always think of Jersey Shore. Great. Great. I think that might be I've the best reality television. Too many reality television shows. So I would probably pick that one because they are train wrecks and they're sometimes hard to watch, like look away from. Oh, they're very, okay. they can be very entertaining because you're like, wow, this isn't even reality, but I love it. I love what I'm watching right now. Uh, I'm not into it. I hate them a lot. And I've dug a lot of post holes and I hate doing that too, which is why I put them in the same category and I'm giving post holes the edge. I respect you. All right. Would you oh, rather God. have a 10 year prison sentence or lifetime exile? Left Lifetime exile. I won't, I'm not good. I would where, not be good at prison. Where? Where is exile? Like, where are you being exiled to? This is, like, kind of a... I don't... It's just you can never, ever, for the rest of your life, come back to here. Yeah, but it's it's Jackson, so... I know. Where am I being exiled to? It's the greatest place. Because if you tell me you're exiled to L.A., I'm like, all right, I'll take that. Who goes and gets exiled? You don't... Exile's, like, by yourself. <laughs> it's the opposite of no, LA. Death not or exile. Oh, death by exile. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, next one. Uh, would, are you, would you rather give a TED Talk or a Shark Tank pitch? Oh. I'll do a TED Talk. Yeah? I could do a TED Talk. I'd love to go in and do a Shark Tank just so that I could have Mr. Wonderful insult me up and down and then yeah. say, but I'm here for a royalty deal. And then he's back on my side. Yeah. 
Okay. I feel like that's more your jam because you're a little more like uh, interactive. Yeah. Yeah. You would rather do that. The pitch. I, like, I but Kyle, I've done the presentations. You I know and you've I, done you and that. I have worked yeah. on those. I know. I know. I but you really thrive don't in that kind of. I think I'm business savvy enough to convince any shark to do business with me. No yeah, that's how, that's true, product. but that that's well, beside okay. the point. Okay, well, you don't have to just immediately go for it. Suck yes, it, Ian. <laughs> I mean, we all know you're a science teacher. Okay, it's not. It's but not I your business do, to know business. I could do a TED talk. Oh, I, I could do. A I bet you could. Okay, do that would be my jam. Next, karaoke or catwalk? Karaoke. Whoa, catwalk. really? Oh, yeah. yeah, straight up catwalk Hell for yeah. me too. I know how to flaunt my what I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those gazelle legs of yours aren't going to show themselves. That's Dude, right. Literally, I've yeah, put enough. anything on my body. And and I, I'm not doing karaoke. I've seen enough America's Top Model to know how to do this. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Pa- everybody, hold on. Listeners that aren't. Go ahead, Ian. Take your headphones off. I want to see you do it. Go ahead. We'll do it from afar. I'll review you. Come on. As an audio this medium. Is this is Go ahead. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing audio that. That's not great medium. audio. Awkward. That's not, no, that's an hey, awkward listeners. conversation. Let's listeners, pretend, put that as your question we just, next week. We paused the show, and it was great. Oh, That sucked, that Ian. I loved it. You do one. Let's You're see you star. do a better one. No, I'm oh, doing karaoke. terrible. <laughs> seven, seven out of 100. Oh, I was right going to say out of 10s is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather watch only football for the rest of your life or never watch football again? <laughs> Only football. Only football. Only football. Mm. I pretty much could. I I could do that easily. Mm. That would be. Then technically, get soccer too. It was. It wouldn't be. (laughs) I I just cheated the system. That's my saving grace. Yeah, because my (laughs) wife and I want to watch so much soccer. It Uh, wouldn't be that hard because I like to read, and I already read a lot of books, and most. Most of the best movies and TV shows are based on books, oh, anyways. Gosh, not mm. that guy. Uh, You're being that guy now. I buy that. No, I'm just saying. That. I'm just saying. If I had to choose one of these, that would be. To like, be fair, I just you're watched, right. I just watched Mission Impossible, the new one. It was great. I loved it. Based on a book? Yeah. I. You know what? It probably. You no, know, it was based on an old TV show. <laughs> but maybe the TV show uh-huh. was based on. But Bond. Bond was based on oh, a book. That's true. Love so, me some Bond. Yeah. Jack Reacher on Amazon right now. Based on a book. Next one, Kyle. AFC or NFC? Hmm. SEC. <laughs> Pack twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say I'll say NFC. I like the style of play. Are we talking about just <laughs> don't overthink it. This is like one of those like you got a gut answer on this AFC. one. AFC. Oh, okay, let's go. For real. Okay. Because right. the, the obvious answer for all of us was we live in an NFC division. We do. But I think uh, AFC tends to have better football. I want to read the next right. one. Pick right. which co-host you'd rather live a day in their life. Okay, there's two options for each of us. Marshalls. I'm going Ian's. Why? Um, Tell me why. I'm going Kyle's. <laughs> you're picking mine over Ian's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Kyle's because I know what Ian's job's like. See, I'd like to know what Ian's. Each of us picked a different. He picked you. You picked me. I picked him. Yeah. It's a triangle. Wow. Uh, I'd like to know like what Kyle's job is because like I know somewhat what it is, but like we've been friends for a while now, and like I still struggle with the concept of what you do for a living. Yeah, everybody. Knows. I think you've explained it to me a hundred times. And uh, I think at minimum a hundred. I still think I'm like something to do. And anytime someone asks me, "What does Kyle do?" I'm like, I think it's like something web based. The web designer. <laughs> Spider Man <laughs> is what he yeah. is. Okay. I'm All not right, a why, web designer? Don't spread rumors. Why did you pick? Designer. Why did you pick Ian? 
Uh, Ian has, uh, <laughs> he's got an interesting life. First of all, I guess go be a science oh. teacher at a school. That sounds kind of fun for a day. Not for a career, but for a That's day. That's fair. For a day. Yeah. I, don't sign me up for, for that. But, like, for one day, let's have a good time and with the with the beakers and the oh yeah and the you'd get to have ian's uncontrollable wacky inflatable arm flaring you've got two cute kids and two kids is like a cakewalk because like having no kids is so easy i didn't think about that you're a married man like you get to go home we got the family time you know i took marshall because i didn't want to have to deal with six kids yeah it's just it sounds like really fun to me yeah. Like a lot I went home in ice bath today. That was my responsibility. It's tempting to go with Marshall. And like, it's partly. It's a quiet house to yourself. Wow. I, yeah, that was actually a big reason. But at the same time, you're in a familiar career to me, and I feel like I would know how to navigate that more. Mm, respect it. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Let's get these last two questions in here, Kyle. Then we'll get going on our mailbag. Okay, would you? Uh, which is better? Which team are you on? 1980s movies or everything in the chip aisle? I mean, I just said I would watch only football, but 1980 movies are great. I'm going with the chip aisle. Wow. I don't really eat a lot of chips. A lot of, wow. Well, yeah, that's because you're busy eating on candy well, that all and the time. Ask Claire, candy man. snack of choice, mini wheats, frosted mini wheats. Just give me a straight up box. I'll open it. I'll eat it. For real? Oh, 100%. Like the shredded wheat. Yeah. Wow. Oh, interesting. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> that would be so thirsty. What do you so got? Dry. Well, I generally have a drink with me. I guess I'm not that big on the chip aisle. You know, there's some good stuff, but like it's there's some gosh, classic 1980 aisle. movies. You are giving up ever watching Aliens? Terminator, Never seen it. Never Terminator. seen it. For sake. Keep going. Let's piss you off some more. Go ahead. Blade Runner? Blade Never Runner. seen it. He doesn't Indiana watch, Jones? He doesn't Star watch Wars? I watch there we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, but the first one, first one, I, I, all of them were in the eighties. No, the, the they literally weren't. Uh, uh, well, one of them was uh, no. Yeah, let's new, look at a the new date. hope let's, was like seventy seven. No, the prequels weren't in the eighties. No, okay, you're gonna get. Okay, <laughs> <my God. laughs> yeah, I just, just I did a fun fact for you, Ian. I don't care when the Highlander. Star Wars happened. Highland, never seen it. <laughs> Indiana Jones, I watched twenty minutes of it and turned it off. It was so boring. Indiana Jones does not hold on. We take. cannot. Hot take right here. We're starting our hot takes early. I think Indiana Jones might be one of my favorite trilogies. Oh my god, what an awful take by you. I said an trilogy. Awful take. Dude, you I am sorry, Marshall, that but in your awful response, you take. You your response is more not. of an awful take. Marshall does not have movie cred. No. You have what? no movie cred. You gave some of the worst movies. Oh, best movie I've ever I'm seen. I'm going to say, this best means something. I've ever seen. You know football better than you know movies, yeah. and that's saying something. Wow. <laughs> that's a good joke. Uh, your, movie, is, your movie cred is pretty bad. It's pretty bad, man. It's pretty Coming bad. from the guy who keeps saying everyone needs to watch Flight of the Concords that seven people on Earth have watched. You don't know really? anything about this show. If Comedy Central. Yeah. That, that show was actually... It was an HBO show. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, but, they, but they put it on Comedy Central. Yeah. I've seen it on Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You think how that's that a was... dig? I don't. Yeah. I, I know, didn't really even funny. know what channel it was. What a burn! <laughs> <laughs> you like an obscure show? <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know real comedy. I'm not mainstream. I love Dane Cook. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, I feel like that might have just solidified that <laughs> answer. Like you're digging your hole deeper, <laughs> yeah. man. Digging it deep. Our final question for question of the day: the versus challenge. Let's if hear. You're, if you're on stage, would you rather trip and fall? 
or hit a wrong note oh. or Freudian slip. Oh, God, never the Freudian slip. That sounds <laughs> embarrassing. I would take the uh, the trip and fall. Can I'm, you give me I an example gonna... of the Freudian slip? Like what Like it's... one of them would be? I know what a Freudian slip is, but like on stage, usually it... Freudian slips are like what you say in front of one person, I feel like. Or... No, it's like uh, once I was watching America's Funniest Home Video and they had a long reel of just people giving speeches, getting to the point where they said, success or successful and they said sex and, and it was just this real of everybody saying that and it was, right, it was very I, funny because it's a very it's a common freudian slip i can't do wrong note because that's something that i just that hurts me i don't want to do that Super but phys- physically falling and having to so the fall is bad as a big guy but i'm gonna let you guys in on something Getting up is just as bad for a big guy. <laughs> like, that's a bad look for me when I need to put both hands on the floor, both knees, and then go to one knee. It's like oh, a man. very slow process mm. of, like, watching a toddler get up for the first time after they fell. That's how I am. So I'm going Freudian you slip. You could probably gracefully so, pick yourself up from a Freudian slip. So probably. I, Ian would just tuck and roll and turn it into, uh, like, I was going to say, yeah, I'm Ian falls. In, he's, like, literally, like, I'm boom, into, he's back up. I'm into, like, the physical comedy like that. I would turn it into a joke. A slapstick thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd be like Shawn Michaels, like, <laughs> flipping back up from the thing. That would be what I would think. Yeah, love it. All right, let's move on to our mailbag, guys. Great questions. Uh, that's 13 minutes right there of us just kind of <laughs> shooting it. So those of you that don't listen... Uh, or that have friends that don't listen to the show that because, oh, I don't like NFL. Listen to the, send them this and tell them to listen to the first 13 minutes. Our next segment is mailbag. And we have finally heard from the one, the only, the commish. This is Adam Silver, a.k.a. the commish. And this is the commish report. Yes, I'm still alive and kicking, and uh, you're older now, and it was traveling for a while there. Sorry, everybody, I'm back. It's the commish. So this was a good bounce-back game to end an ugly three-game skid, that is for sure. The return of Debo and Trent was an obvious difference, but the energy of the defense was clearly an even bigger difference. Most impressive was the pass rush, which finally appeared. No one was happier than Wilkes. You could see the relief on his face after the Niners took a big lead into the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Purdy was solid, but I wasn't a big fan of that first touchdown to Ayuk. Whew, that could have gone so wrong. Alas, it worked in a team that never looked back. I wasn't particularly comfortable watching CMC attempt to get a meaningless record in garbage time. Imagine, if you will, that he tears up a knee or anything else happens in a bad way, while every player in the field and fan watching on TV knows he was going to get the ball. Fortunately, none of that sinister thing happened. I, for one, am glad the streak is over. Moving on. Also, not super comfortable with Moody. I cringe every time he trots on the field. Impressive win, but it needs to continue next week at home against the Bucks. Seattle squeezed by Washington at home and has what essentially a home game next week at SoFi against the lowly Rams before the huge game on Thanksgiving night. Yes, it's still possible to grab the number one seed, but the priority right now is winning the West and ensuring at least one home game in the postseason. Hashtag the bleeding has stopped. Hashtag back in black. This was the commissary part. So good to have that back, by the way. It's good to have you back. That's the first time I've heard somebody happy that McCaffrey didn't score. uh, That's a weird take (laughs) as a fan. Well, because he knows McCaffrey's on my fantasy team. 
Uh, did you play him this past week? True. Yeah, I did. Oh, ho, ho, ho. and that makes a lot yeah, of sense now. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But I, I was hoping to hear a commentary on the Chase Young acquisition. This is the debut I know. I of was, Chase Young. He played he, pretty well. He did. He his impact was definitely felt. He was Niners talking about the pass excited. rush. Now this game wasn't close at all. By the way, oh, like no. No, the no, score no. doesn't even reflect how far apart this game was. And he's right that saying the first touchdown from Purdy to Ayuk in the back was atrocious. was against his body. Two people could have had it easily, and it just went through their hands and right to Ayuk. Like, was, and, um, another, and, and two other receivers are wide open during the play. There was so. a shot of Kyle Shanahan after that, and his face was like, oh, my gosh, you got lucky. It's kid. one of those classic, no, no, yeah. no, no, yes. Yeah. Yes, he said it after in the press conference. Like, yeah. it's going to take a while to get over this because that was a big mistake. But, yes, the Chase Young uh, acquisition was a big deal. The Niners now have two dominant edge rushers. It was a meaningful victory, I think. We talked recently about oh, how yeah, the, Jacksonville the, was rolling. The Jaguars had the longest win streak in the NFL. It yeah. looked like they were heating up and really they got, threatening. I think they got everyone reminded that despite the fact that they were skidding, the Niners are still one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah. And I don't think I, – I wasn't in doubt of that. I was just kind of waiting for them to get back under their feet. And uh, I was – definitely that's how you do it. And when they went and got Chase Young – by the trade deadline, I was like, this team is going to be something special. Well, so. uh, it definitely was a bounce-back game for them after going down three games in a row. Had a bye week. Good time to have a bye week. Yeah. I think that this game said more about Jacksonville than it did San Fran. The mm, way San Fran lost yeah. said more than the way San Fran – or the way Jacksonville lost said more than how San Fran won. San Fran's won plenty of blowout games. Right. Jacksonville was going into this five games in a row. I mean, I talked last week about how impressed I was, and they didn't just lay an egg. The egg went back up inside of them. <laughs> and then laid <late> again. <laughs> it was awful. Like, yeah, that, that was, was terrible. So, um, that commission, I'm glad to I hear you. Trevor. I benched Trevor. Wow. Yeah. You guys on our first name basis now? Or well, <laughs> He's disappointed you this who many times. You call him by the first name. Yeah, who's starter? the backup? Who do you think I'm starting? Oh, you had Dak Prescott. There? I'm starting Gino. Oh, I had a. Uh, well, we'll when that fantasy. game's at six to nine, we'll you are really hurting. <laughs> we'll hold on to the fantasy talk because it's good. I have thoughts. That's good. Uh, the next one comes from Eric Giannunzio, aka G. So G sent this for a while. For those of you that don't know, he spells things incorrectly just to piss people off. He spelled McVeigh M C V E I G H, and then he spells Aaron Rodgers A A R O N. R-O-J-E-R-S, whenever he, he just finds a different way. So, G writes in, McVay gave up on Goff. Stafford won a Super Bowl. McVay is the guru, right? Now, Goff looks like a top-five quarterback in the NFL. There is no McVay. Is Ben Johnson a better coach than McVay? Didn't Goff get to a Super Bowl? Someone stand up and say it. Goff is a top-five quarterback, okay? Mahomes and Burrow, I can't dispute, but he's better than Josh Allen. Lamar, Tua, Herbert. Ooh. Those guys have not been <laughs> to Super Bowls. <laughs> that is a genuine hot take, and I freaking love it. I can't even get close to that. I'm, I'll get burned. It's too hot. I it's too hot. will agree Goff is significantly better than I think. But he's starting to gain a lot more respect. I think Deservedly the last, so. Yeah, the last two seasons, he's definitely gotten a lot of respect for the way he's been playing. Um, he's playing significantly better than Mahomes and Burrow this past season, at least. I think that's obvious. 
To say he's better than Josh Lamar. Oh, man. Do you know Lamar's only thrown 10 touchdowns? Only 10? Well, has he rushed for any? Well, yeah, but, I mean, he's only rushed for five. That's Only that's, five. <laughs> yeah, I think in a 10-game in a season for him, that's that's average. 15 but TDs, though, for a quarterback has got to be up there. 10 touchdowns and five interceptions as a passer. As I, I, I'm the champion for Lamar, too. He has had, you know, some really, really good games. He shredded the Lions. Right. Um, when he had 357 yards passing, but most of these games have been, listen to this, 223, 187, 157, 223, mm. 186, 202. Like these are, you can't look at Goff's stats. And, and the thing I like about Goff is kind of what Lamar's doing right now, but on steroids. Lamar is always thrown to Mark Andrews. Just when in doubt, Mark Andrews has done a button curl for nine yards until he dies. He's the new Jason Witten. But now he's starting to throw the ball around to everybody. Zay Flowers, Odell, plenty of wide receivers. The, the Lions are that on steroids. He yeah. doesn't have a favorite. So that's why, like, last week, you know, just yesterday, he had the great call, the stones, the chutzpah, the balls, to throw oh. that thing to Brock Wright, of all people, oh, when I we know. think we all – I'm sitting there like Laporta's got this. He has, he's been waiting all – Brock Wright. I, I loved know. that Loved so it. So – That was great. But to your point, I think the, whatever your point was. Uh, we were just but, talking about Lamar. I mean, he's the yeah. one person that I look at in that list and say, mm, I'm not sure about that. I would agree with him, actually. I, I think Goff this year has been a top-five quarterback, and I don't think it's questionable. Well, think one of the things about yeah. Lamar is that Ravens have the best point differential in the NFL right now. They have played in a lot of games that were put away early in the game. Right. And when you put a game away, you stop passing. The passing game is secondary. Then you start the run game, you start the backup, and Lamar has had that luxury. We saw Jalen Hurts do it a lot last year where he, it was most of the season where he was never trailing in the fourth quarter, basically, got to put it on easy mode or sit on the bench yeah. late in the game. There was definitely no passing. He was not leading the league in passing statistics, but that's not because he wasn't as good. Like, passing statistics are very often a uh, metric that is dominated by... Uh, quarterbacks, uh, gunslingers on bad teams. Yeah, Stafford was always dominating those stats. Yeah, he was because he was always, always playing from behind uh, at the end of the game, and they were always having to slant. Yeah, that's fair. I I just look and say I think a lot of those blowout wins have more to do about their defense. Yeah, just, I mean maybe not more, but just as much as it does to do with Lamar. So to say like this isn't like a Peyton Manning blowing out teams with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and Dallas Clark like. This is an entire – like, that defense is scary. Like, there's very few defenses that can put both their linebackers at the line of scrimmage and have them run, like, a 40-yard dash backwards mm -hmm. covering passes. So, yeah. uh, but Goff. Let's talk it. about Goff. I, I, want, I want, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think top five's fair? I think right now I think it is fair. we're about to have an overreaction question in a second, and I don't think that this is an overreaction to the week. I think that this is a great reaction to the year – you compare this guy to the one that could barely get like 50 yards getting downfield against the Packers a year and a half ago. Yeah. That's scary. How I, I honestly, I love the take. I don't know. I'd have to think about all the quarterbacks like Jalen hurts. Like, come on. Like there are uh, so many other quarterbacks that are in that top five discussion, but golf has got to be in the conversation. There's no question about it. Golf or Dak. Uh, I, I guess I'm leaning golf right now. Although like it, 
if we're having a conversation about isolating this moment in time, like just a season, that's it's a reflection that I've had a lot you lately. Get, you get to, like, I always think of it if as you, you could bring in a fan and they don't, you yeah. don't get to talk about the career. They don't get to look at yeah. other seasons. They only look at the now. The ranking of quarterbacks would be quite different than probably what Fair. we would say because we're looking sure. at careers and we're going to say Mahomes, like whatever. We're going to say like Herbert all these years and Burrow all these years and what they've done and Josh Allen and playoffs and blah, blah, blah. But Kyle, they're going to do the opposite of that right now because that's our next question that comes from Tim DeWitt. Is Stroud an MVP conversation? No, the team's five and four. I think this currently, is one of the biggest. Bur- the Bengals are five and four, and you got Burrow. Are you going to say Burrow's not an MVP candidate? No, no. Not an MVP candidate? What if they run What if they run off on a tear? Then he can become a candidate. Yeah, you can same work thing. your way into that conversation. Right. It's the but. same thing with, with Stroud, though, is the kind of conversation. And Stroud has, like, crazy stats. He's If the team had a better record, I'd say he's the front runner. Like, if, if they had just won a couple more games... Honestly, I'd say he's a front runner. Without changing his stats, you just improve the team's record. Let me just read through the rest of their schedule, okay? You just I want you to just quickly dub or L, okay? Arizona. They could win that. Jacksonville. L. L. Denver. Win. Jet. At the Jets. Win. At the Titans. Win. Cleveland. Loss. Home against the Titans. Win. At Indiana. Win. That is seven wins right now on top of I mean they could be twelve and they could win their division. Five. Yeah. They could yeah. honestly win their division. They really could. It's pretty scary. It's, I mean, so now they're let's say they're twelve the Colts, and five, Jags Kyle. And Titans. Twelve so and five, they've been five. the similar mm-hmm. stat lines to what Stroud has been doing. MVP as a rookie? Has that has that happened? I I'll I'll take a look at that. What what do you think the take is of like do you think that's legit, or do you think that is the overreaction of the day? If, uh, I honestly think he has to keep playing at this level. Like, a, a lot of people, a lot of players need to, like, have a strong second half to get into that conversation. If he continues to play at this level, and they finish with a, uh, above 11 wins, he's got a very strong case. He should be... How bad do you think the Panthers have to feel right now? Would you, even if he doesn't get 11 <laughs> oh, wins, sad. even if you don't get 11 wins, though, what was the Titans or the Texans record last year, though? I mean, think about I think what. That, didn't they win one game? Two, I think. Two, okay. So think just in that context alone, how could you not even put him in the conversation? He has to be in the conversation, but it's, now think of it this way, Ian. Like, we talked about how what an outrage it was that Campbell didn't get coach of the year last year. That's true. And when people went to it, it was because they said, he didn't make the playoffs. It's true. His record wasn't good enough. So, like, the record does play a lot in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, to look at right like now, they, it's just I too... could easily see them sneaking in as a wild card. And now yeah. they got a W over a potential other wild card that they could win the head-to-head over. That is a fact. They could An easily win. They could easily see themselves getting in as a wild card. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I would say I would be probably unprecedented for a rookie... To win MVP, certainly not impossible. I would actually probably say guys like Tyree Kill or Christian McCaffrey have a better shot than he does, though. Mm. It's just kind of scary when you look up the conference rank uh, standings right now of like how many wins these teams have and how close they all are. Like there isn't like a these six teams really really suck and we're all just beating on them. It's pretty balanced. So to have a game like yesterday where the Texans can come out and Play well. You want to know against Cincy? 
You want to know another quarterback that's kind of interesting? Hit me with it. Sam Howell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with him. The league leader in passing yards? Yeah. Uh, and he's actually got – he's up there in terms of TDs too. Yeah. He's actually doing pretty, pretty it sucks. well. <laughs> it sucks. Now, here's the crazy thing about it though. Sure. He's going to end up – they're going to they're gonna fire Ron Rivera because his new ownership will because they want their new GM. They want a new coach. Bill Belichick. And do they keep Sam Howell, or does he get to go play somewhere else? And it's something to keep an eye on. Sam Howell is an interesting one, but I think there's someone over there that maybe we haven't been giving a lot of credit to, and he left. Eric Bieniemy. He left the Chiefs to go get to to prove himself. Like I don't need to be over here, and I actually think he's doing it. Yeah. I think he's given himself a strong case of like, hey, I know how to run an offense. It wasn't all just Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Look what I'm doing with the commanders. Sure. Right. They're making people look at Sam Howell and like, what is that? Like, maybe I, he's got I don't know what to think. This has not been an interesting team in quite some time, but suddenly Brian Robinson in the, uh, the backfield and Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson That's are him. like showing these flashes. So I, I'm just glad Ian that Robinson. the enemy is doing this because – Good for him. Yeah, good Good for for him. him. Like, good for him for leaving a well, like, established Super Bowl winning team that he could have easily stayed with and being successful elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I hope it leads to a head coaching position. Can I roll roll back a question just real quick? I want to. G talked about that, you know, obviously the whole golf thing. Do you put a lot of value in the fact that golf went to a Super Bowl? Do you put, like, that as a big value in, like, your. I think. Sean McVay gets a crazy amount of credit for that offense that year, and Jared Goff gets almost none of it, despite the fact that he was the guy who was the one slinging it out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't forget, one of the greatest shootouts in NFL history. Monday Night Football, primetime colors. Was between the Chiefs. And the Rams. And the Rams with Jared Goff. It was like 52 to 54. It it's was one of the coolest if you watch nuts. the highlight. Of it, it's like a five-minute highlight of a game, mm. and so it's so easy. It was back for with them. Cup and, and Robert Woods, I think, were like this, the elite yeah, duo, yeah, yeah. receiver duo, right? Robert Woods. And that Woods. was the narrative that when Sean McVay got over there, he turned that entire franchise around, which I think is fair. I mean, you won a Super Bowl, so you clearly, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also think Goff did not get enough credit. For what he was doing, and then he became a scapegoat. I give Super Bowl appearances a lot of value. So, uh, Jimmy G personally, had, Jimmy I look. G had one. In most cases, it yeah. says a lot about a player. Like, and I actually get... thought when Jimmy G went to the Niners when he was there, I thought he was he was good. Yeah, he was fine. He was not good with the Raiders, but I don't think Super Bowl appearances as a whole, like just by itself, right, is a winner for me. Take the other stuff that's going on right now. Like, the Lions are probably one of the most balanced teams in NFL. Yeah. So, I think that goes to help them, too. Our I next think pl- that the, of the floor for Super Bowl participation with a quarterback performance is, like, the middle. Where you can't get to a Super Bowl with a below-average quarterback. You need to be 16 or better specifically in, in the quarterback I think rankings Goff, in order to... Possibly. Excluding like the outliers like Trent Dilfer and yeah. Peyton Manning in his last year. 
He was. He was one of. He was an awful quarterback. It can be a rare exception to the rule, but for sure that can that's going to be like the threshold. When you need a great defense, get to the Super Bowl. Rex Grossman. When you get to the Super Bowl as a quarterback and your offense was like number one that year, you are a big part of that. It's not just the coach there for sure at that point. Uh, two questions are going to be about the Vikings right here, and I just I want your little giggles right here. Uh, Justin Matson, my question for the pod, are the Vikings a quarterback away from being a legit contender? No. <laughs> you don't think they're contenders? They're a defense away. But... <laughs> uh, their defense they almost, is improving. They almost let that game slip away from them. Though. They are currently a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense in recent times. Recent times? Yeah. And I, I like recent times. That's a good stat right there. Good timeline for it. It's very um, vague. <laughs> I think this is a classic Justin Matson reverse jinx. No. For a good upcoming week for for the uh, Vikings. Who are they playing? The Broncos next oh, week. Uh, and Dan Brooks also writes in about Minnesota. Is Minnesota better with Dobbs than Cousins? No. Yes. I'm going to say no. I think Cousins is better. <laughs> you know where I'm going to stand on this. I And obviously some of it's tongue-in-cheek. Um, but there is something about... Dude, this guy went to the facility for the game, and the people that worked there had to tell him where the locker room was. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> there's just something about that that, like, this past week, that happened. So... I thought I read... And by read, I mean, I think my dad told me this. So, Mr. Tim DeWitt... Oh, Timmy. ...can maybe confirm this... But Josh Dobbs, from my understanding, has a master's in aerospace. Did you hear his nickname? This is the completely scientist. No, they call him the Pastronaut. Oh yeah, yeah that's he's it. an aerospace engineer. It's a sick name. That's it's pretty cool. This is a feel good story of the season. Now you want to know? Here's the problem I have with that. The last person that everyone kept talking about. Oh, he's a rocket scientist. Freaking Matt Patricia. <laughs> oh, shut so, up. Oh, no. Wow. That's so, a, no. I don't know if it's just because you're super intelligent doesn't make you football savvy all the time. But That's, that's fair. Josh I'm very Dobbs. happy about the Josh Dobbs situation. I think it's super cool. And I'm I'm happy for him. He's getting a great shot. This, this season is awesome for yeah, Josh Dobbs. We were just talking before we started recording how impressive it is that he's been on so many teams. He's been on like six or seven. Four of them are in the last year. Four or five of them are in the last year. And the fact year. that he's, he never got a real shot, and then all of a sudden he's getting a shot. He got a shot with Arizona. I, he actually was doing pretty well over there, too. I agree. They were one in, like, what, six or seven? Yeah. But I don't know if that was because of him, because the offense was fine. He's And he comes over here, and he wins two games. One, he didn't even take the practice field on. And two, like he had a week of practice. There was videos of him circulating that he didn't even know where his freaking locker was. I, I don't know, man. That's impressive. It is. I got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. Like you have I'm, to. I'm the first to say he deserves some credit. At the same time, to how say that the team, the team like is better is now, after two games. Okay, they beat the New Orleans Saints by a score. They beat the Atlanta Falcons, who are they seem to yeah. be trying to lose by a score. So it's not like they've beaten impressive teams. Yeah, prior to this, they were. Some might say he's like Tua. They were performing much better prior to. That's a uh, fair. Prior to this, that's a fair criticism of Tua. There, thank you. (laughs) I think it's something 
that we need more data on, Dan. Uh, you I'll, you could say we need to keep an eye on keep it. Keep an eye on it. Uh, right, let's now, go. Let's go. Let's get Justin let, Jefferson back on the field and see how. That's I'm. Woo, that goes. Woo, you're right. Um, by the way, can that guy stop throwing it to Hawkinson? That guy gets every ball ever. Um, right, now, in fairness, of top five tight ends. Dan also wrote in, <laughs> how impressive. TJ no, no, no. Hawkinson has had some good games. Okay? He's had some great games. He's been playing pretty good. Yes, okay? they're forcing it to him a lot. Dan Brooks also writes in, how impressive was the Browns' win over the Ravens? I, I, the Browns are the new Steelers. They just pull these wins out of nowhere. I don't know if we've talked about this and I don't. I'd have to look, but I. I'm pretty positive when I say the AFC North has no losing records in it right now. I know that for a fact, and I I'll think they're the only. Yeah, that's correct. The they're the only. The Bengals division, are at the bottom with five and four, and I think they're the only division that is like that. That is correct. That clearly, and we had this debate last year: is AFC North one of the? One of the best divisions in football, and I think that still holds true. I, I think all you're right. Four teams are very competitive. They're all four in the, the playoffs. Freaking Steelers are six and three. Let that sit in your mind for a yeah. second. Kenny yeah. freaking Pickett. I, yeah. I I found this. The Steelers have been outgained in every game all season. <laughs> <laughs> they have run. They have run fewer plays than their opponent. All season, and they have a negative twenty-six point differential. It's insane, and yet they're six and three. It doesn't Marco. add up. How it doesn't make possible? sense. It's a riddle. Now it's a riddle. A they got another win yesterday against the Packers. They're that's... the opposite of the NFC South, who has no teams above five hundred <laughs> after ten weeks. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Ooh, sad times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that. This is one of those weird wins of like cannibalizing your own division. Yeah. Something that Ian says it every week. Like the division games, you just never know. Last no. year, that was all of his upsets were always the divisions, and that's why he freaking dominated the upsets last year. Um, yeah, it's true. The Browns and the Ravens have split their two meetings. The first one early in the season, the Ravens destroyed them. Destroyed. And this is a game of two halves. Deshaun Watson was three of 17, his first. Uh, first half of the game, he threw an interception, had like 20 yards of passing. He was 17 of 17 for a buck 95, two touchdowns and 45 yards rushing and a touchdown in the second half. Is it completely... He didn't He didn't have a single mistake. He wasn't sacked. He didn't throw it out of bounds. That was the quarterback and, and it that was they necessary. spent That's the only thing they thought that, that they were going to get when they signed yeah. it for the Texans. It was completely they, necessary, true. Like for. a single additional incompletion in the second half probably would have meant Ravens win. You're Perfection right. was necessary. Yeah. You're right. Um, that last question from Tim DeWitt. Should Bill Belichick retire? The question is <laughs> more like, will he? Because I think... How about should he? Let's answer his question. Yes. I'd like him to. Yeah, that'd be great. You see the video of him walking out of a house in the middle of downtown Boston shirtless <laughs> off that? of a ring camera? I didn't see that. No. Probably. It was allegedly. Whether, yeah, it was alleged, but... Alleged whether he was coming out from a fun night, if you know what I mean. But 
He's uh, just having a good time. <laughs> allegedly. Um, I'm not hey, accusing man. anything. He's good for him. Old. But he, you know how you know you it's know, he's him? He's working for Robert Kraft. You so know. come on. <laughs> oh, wow. You know how you knew it's Belichick is the dude's got like a brick house for a chest. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that like he doesn't really have a gut, but he definitely has a chest that like if you punch it, your hand's broken for like you're out for six to seven weeks. Yeah. Um, should he retire? No. I I'm all against retirement for these damn coaches where you can get fired and get the money. Don't retire. Did you watch Jimbo Fisher get fired? He has $72 million he's getting paid. Do you want to hear a funny stat? Jimbo Fisher, head coach, former head coach of the Texas A&M Aggies, is going to get paid in his buyout more than Jameis Winston has made in his NFL career. Jeez. <laughs> That's nuts. Wow. Uh, we're going to talk about one other. We got a, a couple other things, big news. I want to talk about one, the Lions. Lions won a game they never win. Oh, they never win shootout games. They never win against the Chargers going for uh, fourth down and two with two minutes left and making the kick. And hundred times they make that play, they either throw an incomplete pass and then the Chargers go right down and score a touchdown. Or they get their field goal. In the balls, the chutzpah, uh, the guts to call it and throw it to Brock Wright of all people. Like, love it. Brock Wright won a game last year for them against the Jets. That, the... The fourth and two is to Laporta, but Wright got the touch a touchdown. The t- I guess that's where I'm yeah. going more with. But um, the lines were four or five on fourth downs. Is yeah. that right? Do you know Dan that, Campbell's almost gone a hundred times for uh, it on fourth down since being with the Lions? Almost a hundred times he's gone for fourth. That's they, crazy. That fourth and five and the 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 totally. stones to run it Ugh. on a fourth and five. And Montgomery looked like he wasn't going to make it, and then all of a sudden the entire O-line just shoves him over. Incredible. I was like, oh, my God. Now let me tell you I one fact that I heard about the Lions game. I think we could end on this, and it's just perfect. This is a tweet from uh, one of their beat reporters from The Athletic. Remember that 75-yard run by David Montgomery? Guys, do you oh, remember yeah. that? I do. Yeah, apparently the Lions called the wrong pass play for their personnel. Amon Ron St. Brown said that he had no idea what to do because he was supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be on the field. Goff checked to a run, 75-yard touchdown. That's a that's <laughs> a good heads-up play. <laughs> that's pretty bonko right there. So J-Mo, who's gotten a lot of criticism because he's a first-round pick and he hasn't really done much, huge block on that run, though. Yeah. And that's Lions, Lions last-minute win. There were a lot of we had five teams. Arizona. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, I'll hold on. Just a lot of last minute oh, games yeah. and a lot of last Kyler. Minute. Let's talk about Kyler for a minute. Do you know why I picked Arizona as my upset? Because Kyler's really good in the first eight weeks of the season, and this is his first eight weeks of the season. So I'm telling you right now, bet Arizona. You need to bet over on whatever the wins are right now because they're going to win. Oh shoot! Now I got to pick against Arizona. Let's go. <laughs> I got a little pick reverse against, psychology against Arizona, but it's your boy. I know. Arizona. Hey. hey. All right. Those are our biggest news. Talked to a little Bill Belichick. We'll move on from that. Uh, we're going to move to our weekly segment. Would you guys mind if I went first here? Always. All right. You Man, do I mind? No. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I always mind. Uh, this week, we're going to have a looks like award, and I'm going to let you guys pick your winner. I have uh, NFL coaches, and I found a great, great, Instagram post that has what they look like. Okay. Mike McDaniel, 
VP of Product Development at Crypto.com. <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick, defense attorney. Yeah, I can see. That. Sean McDermott co-owns a bike rental shop with his wife in Fairfield, Connecticut. Robert Salah, kickboxing, kickboxing instructor, totally just friends with your wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Sean Payton, got a DUI at your daughter's sorority's parents' weekend. Andy Reid, driver's instructor, or forklift certified. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Gamble, Coach Gamble, he's a plant manager for Ford Motors, and he hates ISIS. <laughs> Brian Dayball, Waffle House cook. <laughs> wow, Mike McCarthy, balloon animal guy at kid's birthday party, divorced twice. Oh, Ron Rivera, eighth grade algebra teacher. Okay, I see it. Pete Carroll has applied in mul- has appeared in multiple Cialis commercials. <laughs> Sean McVay, male nurse who talks way too much about CrossFit. Oh, Kyle Shanahan. Dodge Challenger driver dates a bottle girl for sure. <laughs> Todd Bowles, Zion Williamson's father. That's a okay. little problematic wow. right there. Jeez. Are you ready for this one? This is really good. Arthur Smith, Thickless Cage. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get rid of that stash. D'Amico Ryan, high school football coach who has TikToks, who TikToks his pregame speeches. Mike Vrabel, okay. high school PE coach. Who hates everyone who doesn't play football? And I got All four right. more for you. John Harbaugh steals signals as head football coach at Michigan. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Kevin up. Stefanski. He's the bad guy in three. Bad guy number three in a James Bond movie. All right. All Zach right. Taylor, camp counselor director at an Ohio summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Tomlin, neurologist on site. Neurologist on site. Those are pretty good. What was Those your favorite? Are pretty good. The neurologist on site almost sounds like a wait. Did you come like up with these? Dig. No, these are ones I found online, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give credit to the uh, site. This is really funny. Football, po- Footballville Nation on Instagram had this amazing post that I stole, and they're just, they have even more of the coaches who I didn't really know, and I, most people wouldn't know their face. So, the Sean McVay as a nurse makes total sense to me, <laughs> and the Andy. Andy Reid as, as a, a as a forklift driver. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I could totally see some of those. But my favorite is the Pete Carroll being in <laughs> multiple like Cialis commercials. I think that is like with his gum. <laughs> <laughs> you Robert, definitely. Oh man, that's good. Robert Silent. Oh my gosh, all of those. Guys. Yeah, I like. He's totally just a friend with your wife. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, I want you to send in what you feel like was your favorite. So get back with me later this week. And uh, let me know what you think your favorite is. Kyle, let's let Ian do our his rankings. He usually goes last. We're going to let him yeah, go second right. today. That's right. Right on, right on, I right on. cut you off earlier because history was made this weekend, guys. <laughs> Did you guys know this? This is the first no. time. No, what happened? This is the first time in NFL history in a single day that there was five games that were decided by a field goal in the waning seconds. No kidding. First time. How about that? That's pretty neat. We're going to rank which one was more meaningful. Okay. So this isn't super blind because okay. you obviously you already kind of know the game, like the, the teams. I'll give some context for some of these, right, for the listeners. Okay? Okay. All right. Hit me with it. Let's start with the one we all know. We were just talking about him. The Lions win 41-38. It was a 41-yarder. Okay? Context. Uh, Lions, we were just talking Lions never win this kind of game, and they had to beat this team because it helps them. They were kind playing of, the Chargers. The Chargers yeah. are, but so Justin good Herbert at this. played really 
really well. The chart, this is what I love, is people are saying the Lions would have normally lost this game. So you like the, the brand new Lions, and now it's you're no longer Lionsing it, you're Chargering Can it. Can I tell you a fun stat I heard about the Chargers oh, that, before yeah, we rank? The Chargers have lost by one possession a hundred times in the last ten seasons. That is painful. I think I saw that, that really hurt. I mean, think about that. Let yeah. that. I mean, that's sixteen games and ten of them. Justin Herbert. Losses. The Chargers Justin, thing is real, you guys. Justin it is so Herbert real. Is the first? This is the first quarterback to have to make a hundred percent of your drives. It was like five drives turned into touchdowns and lose. Oh, first one to ever do it. I heard that this season, like, the offensive success rate uh, was the Lions put up the third best in the NFL this season, and the Chargers put up the fourth best. Uh, The game was wild. Fun game. Ian was losing his hair during I, it, but I had a blast. It was so As somebody great. with no hair. Keenan Allen had a big games, game. Amon Ross, same round. Had it's one of those game. games where after it's done, you're like, Oh, thank God we won. <laughs> but during it, you're like, oh, my God, just It's one of those them. five overtime hockey playoff games where it's like losing this game could lose you the next. It reminded me the last time the Lions played a game like this, and they lost this one, was against the Packers. Ooh. Matt Flynn. Ooh. It was a shootout. Wow. The shootout, a shootout season. Right before playoffs started. Aaron Rodgers was, was warming it, it up. It reminded me of the Seahawks game earlier this season. A little bit. Had very efficient offenses going right down to the end. It actually that goes game into overtime. was then decided by, and this was one where if it went to OT, whoever won the coin toss was winning the game. That's, which is exactly that's what happened. Probably with true. That's what happened with the Seahawks. Seahawks game. Yeah. yeah. Let's All rank right, these wins. Put, where would you put the Lions win? Oh, number one. In terms of meaningfulness. Meaningful. I think it showed me the most about the Lions, and it showed me about any other team that won yesterday. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay I'll put it at two. Number two. Number two. Yeah. The Texans thirty or. 27, win over the Bengals, 38-yarder. That's, uh, that's two to me. Uh, I think I, I would put this one at number one. I'm thinking that's number one. I think about what this, like the. I didn't think about the whole, like, what this. you have a win over a team like this, and that could mean yeah. something in terms of seeding down the road. That was a good call by you yeah. earlier. This also, I think if the Texans lose this game, people are still recognizing Stroud, but the whole conversation about MVP is not happening. He's on first take this week. Like that's the conversation. Like he, he is being discussed right. nationally, and and then the conversation culture. for the Bengals becomes even like scarier for them. It's like, all right, you're already in a tough division. You're at the bottom, the bottom of the division. Everybody was put- starting to talk about they're heating up. Whatever yeah. they beat the Bills, Burrow's back. It was cool just Joe at the beginning of the season. Now that was a rocky start because he was hurt, and they're back now. Watch out. You know what? They still got issues. They, they clearly, still have issues. Clearly, and they have a very tough schedule coming up. They I do. think I would be Ravens, just, Steelers, me, Jags. <laughs> if you told me the Bengals were going to be sitting at the bottom of the division halfway through the season, I would have been like, you're nuts. Bengals finished the year with Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's rough. fun. That's rough. Very. Number. Let's hear the third one. Yeah, speaking of, let's keep it in the AFC North. Let's go Browns win over the Ravens, 33-30. to 30. Browns are who we thought they were. That's a four for me. That's a five for me. Yeah. Not That's that meaningful. Fair. Every few weeks, the Ravens lose a very close game in a weird way. Yeah. And it doesn't really change how I feel about the team, although it does make me lose faith in them as a Super Bowl contender because I feel like if bit, you, you every few yeah. weeks 
you blow a game with some dumb mistakes, that's going to happen in the playoffs, and that could be in the AFC Championship or it could be the Super Bowl. That, but that pick six was ugly. Yeah, if you well, can't the, go, honestly, the pick six, you know, going the other way for the Ravens to start the game yeah. was awesome. So both had pick six. Yep. Cardinals win over Arizona, 25-23. Kyler Murray's. Cardinals win over Arizona. <laughs> or Cardinals. Oh, sorry, I forgot what team they played. Atlanta. Atlanta, that's who they were. That's how meaningful this game was. Okay, that's a four. I put five for that because I, I feel like, if anything, that shows, like, they don't, they're not really tanking for a team that everyone thinks I think is tanking. Kyler, if anything, it's Kyler is playing for a – you know, he already got his contract. He got a contract. That's that's where contract. it's kind of freaky. Like, right, that, never mind. It, he's not Maybe playing he's not. for a contract. You're right. I thought I was thinking about that for a second. I thought he was. But, but really next not. week might want to bet against Arizona because a new Call of Duty map drops. Ooh. Keep an eye out. Last one. Last I only one, have three left. The Seahawks win over Commanders. Yep. 29-26. Yeah. Three. That was three. an impressive kick. And three. that was a great, like, because the Seahawks were letting that game great slip drive. away from him. To they end were it. letting it slip away. And Gino, you guys were texting about it, cold-blooded. He got it together. That's what you want out of a, your quarterback like that. It's all Gino's about been, the dubs. I love – I Good rankings I mean, right there, Ian. Yeah, Good not rankings. so blind, but, you know, <laughs> it's just an – it's not very often you it's have – It's like a prescription ranking. Yeah. Kyle, do you got anything moderately interesting for us this week? Here's what I got for you. A couple things. First, I was looking up stats. Uh, the AFC versus the NFC this year. We're halfway through the season. And the AFC is kicking the NFC's butt. You guys probably would have predicted that, totally. right? Totally. You, you would have guessed as much, yeah. right? Yeah. Right now, uh, the AFC has 32 wins against the NFC, and the NFC has 21 wins against. Uh, so it's, it's roughly a third or maybe like a 50% greater, whatever. It doesn't matter. The math is uh, greatly in favor of the AFC clobber in the NFC. Absolutely. So that's a much stronger conference this season. Um, the l- team with the longest win streak. You guys know what that is right now? Five the games. Longest win, longest win streak in the NFL. Oh. Which team do you think that might be? <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought they just lost recently. <laughs> Browns. No, 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 no. It's not the Browns. Not the Browns. I always hate these because you're like, you know the answer, and you're like, you idiots. It's the Texans. No. Seahawks. No. The Lions. It's the Vikings. Oh, yeah, that actually. Wow. That does track. (laughs) That's pretty interesting. The longest win streak in the the league. That's by by a bit. There is no team with a four-game win streak. There are four teams that have uh, uh, – oh, there's one team – that has a three-game win streak, and that's the Eagles. They they have the next longest streak, so it's not really much in terms of streaks going. Four teams have three-game losing streaks right now: Giants, Rams, Falcons, Patriots, and they all suck. Um, I was also looking at kind of the middle of the season, middle of the pack conversation because it intrigued me. You know, I love it. When we were talking to our kids you. earlier today uh, about uh, uh, how Jesus said, "The last shall be first, and the first shall be last." You know, but. Nothing about those people. Nothing about it. The rest middle class will stay middle class. (laughs) Yeah, everybody in the middle. Well, yeah, you're just going to stay in the middle. (laughs) You're not a tax collector. You're not, you know. Yeah, so what about our teams in the middle? Okay, so we look across the league. There are three teams at five and four, three teams at five and five, and three teams at four and five. This is what I'm classifying the middle. 
Five and four, destined for more. Five and five, will they dive or thrive? Four and five, still alive? Question mark. And five and four, we have the Bills, Bengals, and Texans. Mm. At five and five, we have the Colts, Raiders, and Saints. The Colts are five and I five. I can't believe they're five. The Colts are five and five. I cannot believe they're five and five. And at four and five, we have the Chargers, Jets, and Buccaneers. Chargers, Jets, and Buccaneers. Four and five. Still alive. You know what this all really means, though, right, Kyle? They're all in the hunt. They're all very much the in the Bucks, hunt. The Bucks are alive just because their division sucks. So, I love the in the hunt graphic early in the year. Ten weeks in, it's the whole league. <laughs> minus four, minus four teams in each conference. The Panthers like, in the hunt, see. not <laughs> not in the, the hunt. Bears. Few people who are not in the hunt. The Bears, the Bears are in the hunt. Not in the hunt. I don't know. I think statistically they might be in the hunt. They are not mathematically eliminated. Uh, anyway, <laughs> comments on these nine teams. The Colts one really stands out to me that they have five wins. I know. Like, I don't know. if you would have told me. The Colts are Anthony Raiders. Rich- they're 500 if- halfway. But I thought they were going to be a decent team this year thinking, oh, Anthony Richardson, is he going to be like a Cam Newton who's this mobile quarterback that they don't know how to defend because they don't have film on him? Injured. Is it going to be Jonathan Taylor's carrying the team like a Derrick Henry would for the tight? Gone for the first six weeks. Oh, d- you know, maybe Michael Pittman has a breakout. No. Like, this has been like a ragtag, Gardner Minshew-led Colts team. Yeah. Really strange. I, mean, I don't have any. Look, I don't if know. I, you Shane think Stanken I'm confused. has a good scheme or If something? you think what? I'm confused about the Browns, I or the, I'm sorry, we were talking about the Commanders earlier and like yeah. Sam Howell, I am significantly confused about the Colts. I have zero idea. I'm, I have no faith in them either. I wouldn't put a penny on them. I'm baffled that the Bills have fallen so far. They're <sighs> five and four. They're five and four. Frauds. At this current moment, they're losing to the Broncos. What's the score? Nine to zero. For those of you that are watching at home. That's right. With us. <laughs> so by the time you hear this, you weigh up. I think I if you want to hear my take on the Bills, you should just listen to last week and hear Kyle be wrong. Was it last week? Ah, oh, yeah. Man. What's your big takeaway from those teams? Who's the one that you look at and go, hmm, really? Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of far into the season. Pick I, one, just one. Okay. Um, which team do you trust the most? We did that last week. What's yeah. the one that stands out to you? Just like, wow, they're in the middle? You got to say that the Texans having a winning record at this stage yeah. is a big that's, deal. They're 5-4. That's like, that's, that's, yeah. that's huge. That jumps out. Uh, Jets and Chargers. I don't know what to say about that. They're four and five. five. I, I actually like, can't probably, four and five. Freudian I can't slip, believe huh? the Jets. <laughs> I can't believe the Jets have that many wins. Did you hear yeah, the game yeah, yesterday yeah. that Salah told Tony Dungy this is a race to nineteen points? <laughs> what coach goes before the game and says? And by the way, Zach Wilson played well yesterday. Wow. He played well. Good for him. You want to know who is uh, Osius? Did you hear Rodgers says he's going to be back in mid-December? I did see that, yeah. What do you think of that? I don't know what to think about it. You know what? I How would I'd... you come back if they're mathematically eliminated? Because you know they're going to be math, and he's going to do it just to prove, like, the... my doctor, the doctors were wrong, and yeah. science, blah, blah, blah. I would be okay with it because it would make that team more interesting to watch, at least. All those primetime games maybe in the end of the they year are... would be worthwhile. 
They are awful. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want you guys to give us a quick little fantasy update. Can you guys give us a short one real I quick? I have yet to Mac to be number one in the points for the week. I've never breached the top three, I don't think. I've gotten five wins. I'm going to win this week. I am four points away from claiming the top prize for number one. So mm. I'm kind of happy about that. I had Keenan Allen in my, on my. You were a happy camper. I was, I was literally watching the game, and every time Keenan Allen got a TD, shit. Oh, that, I was not literally that bad. like, no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got me forty points. He's gonna win me the game. I had to sit Patrick Mahomes because wow, you, know, he, well, you had to because he was on a bye. Totally. But I had Brock Purdy. I had Purdy, Ayuk, and Kittle all on my team, all firing on cylinders for me, though. All cylinders or just firing on cylinders? Well, they all got uh, – Kittle got me 20 points. Ayuk got me 14 points, which is pretty good for him. And Purdy got me 23 points, which is not bad. Not that shabby. They did pretty good for me. So I'm going to win. I'm going to go to 6-4. and four. I, Addison DeWitt, by the way. Oh, boy. He's, he's like... going to improve to 8-2. and two. We were making fun of him for his draft because he was taking so many lions. <laughs> he did. Off. I thought we, he was trolling us. I he thought he was like just we in were, this fantasy group for fun and paying attention. We to his were other group. we had like a, that little draft party at the beginning of the season, and every time he made a pick, everyone was like, "What was that? Oh, he's so silly!" Because he did golf first round, and then he picked the lions as a defense. And I'm like, "Man, dude is." He's got 170 points on this in this week. He is cruising. Kyle, what about you? You're about to lose your game, I think. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, shout out to him. By the way, we need to talk about how Christian McCaffrey. I know Kamish talked about it, but we need to be a little more specific. He's had a streak for how many games in a row? 15, 16 games in a row. He scored a touchdown, and on the last drive, they're up like 38 to three, and they went for first down. First and goal, give it to him. Didn't get it. Second and goal, give it to him. Didn't get it. Third and goal. This is like with like 50 seconds left. Third and goal, give it to him. Don't get it. Fourth and goal, backup quarterback. Throws him an out and or an up and out. Misses it. No touchdown. No streak. This just uh, hurts for you right there. As, although, and you know in his press conference, he goes, yeah, I am the only one on my team that didn't get a touchdown today. Kind of sucks. It's not like he did bad for you, though. No, he was fine. You actually scored a lot of points. I just did. Not, just not the TD from him. I am definitely going to get the uh, highest points in a loss uh, award sure. this For week. Sure. I had a really good week. Let's hear the scores. Emily Reedsma just had a better week. She had Amon Ross St. Brown. And You're you going to win the most. Suck it, Kyle. You, you should win most efficient manager because you only missed out on, I think, one total point. Wow. Yeah. Because your kicker, I think you had – was Patterson at 12, and you had someone on your bench with 13. That's the only point you missed on was Why one. do I even have a kicker on my bench? I don't know. Questions. Yeah. Very questionable so, league. I don't, I don't know how to fantasy. But I had a great week. Emma Reed just had a better better week, and uh, she's going to get her second win for the season at my expense, and I'm going to go to fall to 5-5. Five and five. Emily, this is and for I you. I actually don't even know how, she's, how she did it because she's got she's got a one on there, man. She's got a, a one it doesn't wow. make sense. She's got St. Brown, who's got 30. Sam Howell points. put up for Brian Robinson put up. You're both good on your, you. Good yeah. on you know what? I'll wrap this up. Good on you, Emily. 
Let's move on, guys. we got a couple segments left, and we're almost done and out of here. Must-watch game of the week. Not even a question. Chiefs Is this Eagles. Monday night? Monday Chiefs night. night. Monday Eagles, night. Chiefs, Monday night football. Must-watch. While you're listening and getting ready for this pod to drop in the morning next week, you should be watching this game. We're going to watch that game together, guys. You might even hear a live reaction. Maybe we won't even do our normal pod. We'll just do a Manning cast style commentary. <laughs> I would love that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd actually want to do that during the We'll even do it during the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I love this commercial right here. All right, let's move on to our predictions. Lock of the week, guaranteed they will win Detroit over Chicago. Chicago is in shambles. They're struggling. Lions are going to lock them you down. You didn't even pick the Cardinals. You picked the Texans. What are you over talking about? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Detroit right now. You are. Who's a your lock of the week? <laughs> I told you the new map for Call of Duty comes out this week, though. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, gonna make up a lock. Uh, the Commanders over the Giants. <laughs> that's wow. A, that's a. Scary I love it. Lock. I love it. Actually, that's not a very. The Giants are atrocious. Abysmal. They are really right bad. Okay. Can you believe Dave Ball was coach of the year last year? By the way. <laughs> Yes. Can you believe Daniel Danny Dimes got his bag? Oh, did he ever? God, that team is so bad. <laughs> did you see Danny DeVito's dad on the yeah. in the in the stands? Danny he looked DeVito. like, or sorry, whatever the hell his name is. I love. I just. I'm this, calling him Danny DeVito I from now on. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito out there playing quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about though. The the Giants. Yeah. Steve yeah. is it Steve? Trevor, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I like how we don't even know. My brother's name's Tommy, and I don't remember (laughs) it. His dad is out there with sunglasses on top of his head, four buttons down on a shirt, and you see a white undershirt. He's an episode of Sopranos. Oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, Your lock of the week right now, Ian? Uh, Dallas over Carolina. I think that's a pretty safe one. Right now, what we're all doing is the safe pick. (laughs) that's uh, what we're doing. I thought Cincinnati over Houston was safe, but that. Freaking backfired on me. Yeah, and you know what? It might backfire for old Kyle right here with Buffalo down nine nothing. Uh, how about upset pick of the week right here, Ian? Can you pick one for us? I I did the thing you told me that I always do. Which you do. I just went in the division. I didn't even realize I was doing this. You, it's two moves. You do that or shit versus shit. I do. I I took Pitt over Cleveland. Okay, Kyle. How about you for upset pick of I the week? I think the Cardinals are going to upset those Texans. Whoa! You're just doing that for the. The content. Maybe I'll change my pick. It's for the content. Maybe I'll change my pick to Arizona. My upset pick of the week. I'm surprised it's an upset. Minnesota over Denver. I'm on the Dobbs train. I'm all for it. Dub dub. Yeah. Do you guys got any last last news, last words for us before we go, guys? Um, Anything you want to tell the listeners that they haven't heard? They're here an hour and seven minutes into this pod right now. I want to tell Justin Matson that I appreciate you. I love you. I care about you. And uh, I'm thankful for you. And uh, I continue listening to our show. I, I will tell him I look forward to the end of the year when it's the Vikings and the Lions playing. In the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> but they, the Lions they're going to play in the, the first round because the Lions are going to get the two seed. And then the, the Vikings Lions are going to get the, the Lions the are going to get the number one seed because the Eagles got a tough schedule. So they're so going to they're gonna get a bye, and you're going to see the, the Vikings in the second round. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent guaranteed. That is crazy. Jared Goff MVP as well. Whoa! All right, let's make it happen. Dan Campbell. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, hit me with it. Dan I didn't Campbell, know you were done. Coach of the year, Jared Goff MVP, Hutchinson. Not, no, he's not going to get it, but we can stop now. Ba <laughs> <laughs>
want to thank you for listening to the pod. want to thank you for sending it to your friends, your family. Your listeners, we want to thank you. Let's say you see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Got to go, buffalo. See you soon, raccoon. Be sweet, bear. Keep. Take care, polar bear. And the shake, garter snake. Hit the road, happy toad. Can't stay, blue jay. Bye bye, butterfly. Give me a hug, ladybug. Toodaloo, kangaroo. Time to scoot, little newt. Till then, penguin. Adios, hippos. Hasta mañana, iguana. Give me a kiss, goldfish. Get in line, porcupine. Out the door, dinosaur. On the bus. Octopus. Hope you guys have a great week. Make sure you tell one of those to your friends. Bye!